Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the founder and head coach at Straight Shot Training. I want to share with you something today that's really helped me over the years as an athlete and as a coach, and is helping me out a lot right now as a small business owner. And simply put, it's it's staying in your lane, and it's not worrying about what other people are doing. It's not comparing yourself to other people. It's doing what you need to do in order to achieve what you define as success in the area that you are working in or training in or living in. And I like to stick with things that I know on this podcast. So I don't want to talk about business or even so much of coaching because I I want to do something for you all that's going to bring you the most value. So I want to talk about training, nutrition, recovery, performance, body composition, those types of things, and how to not compare yourself to other people while still valuing inspiration in others. So to start, I think the problem that I see a lot with this concept of not comparing yourself to other people is that it gets mixed in with the complaints that people have about social media. And to me, there's a difference between finding someone inspiring that you follow online and that you might try some of the things that they're trying and you listen to you know what they're doing with their diet or their recovery and, and these types of things inspire you. There's a difference between that and being frustrated and angry at somebody for something that they're able to do or that they're currently doing. So seeing somebody's low level of body fat or their high level of performance or the fact that they can get away with no sleep and long workouts day after day and their nutrition is crazy bad but they still look awesome. The things that frustrate you about somebody, that's the kind of stuff that you really want to watch out for when it comes to comparing yourself to to people because, well, first of all, the stuff that people put on social media isn't always true, and that's not even a social media thing. That's just a human being thing. We always try to show the best of ourselves to other people. We've been doing it in magazines and with clothes and with makeup and in the way that we speak to people when we're in large groups versus the way we speak to people when we're one-on-one. It's not a uniquely social media thing. I really think that social media gets a bad rep for something that humans have done forever. The quote from Gary Vaynerchuk is that social media doesn't change us, it exposes us. So it's probably more in our face now than it was before because of social media, but I don't think that makes social media an inherently bad place because there's so many other good things that come from it that I don't think you can just kind of lump all of it into as as a bad thing. So when it comes to comparing yourself to other people, there is a difference between inspiration and frustration. So if you're comparing yourself to someone because they inspire you, I would still... I would still guard against comparing yourself to them so much, but definitely they inspire you and you like what they do and you're listening to what they say. Try some things out for yourself, but understand you and that person that you are inspired by are two very different people living two very different lives. And that's what we'll talk about today. If the person frustrates you, let's go ahead and take this time right now to pause this podcast and go unfollow that person. There's literally no reason to be following somebody if they are frustrating you and 
having you make these comparisons that are having you unhappy with your training and your diet and your recovery because you're not able to do what the other person is able to do or what you're not able to do what they are showing you that they're doing. So if you're pausing to go unfollow a person, go ahead and then I'll welcome you back. So welcome back after unfollowing those people that frustrate you. And it's nothing even against them. They might not even be, not even be a, a bad person. They probably aren't. But if they're frustrating you, look at what they're putting out. When it comes, maybe it's a coach or an athlete or something. And if it's frustrating you more than it's inspiring you, then probably go ahead and unfollow them. So there's our little quick PSA in the beginning. So let's get into how to not compare yourself to somebody else in the area of fitness and nutrition. So let's start out with probably the the most common one. We'll start with body composition. So someone's level of body fat. Someone's body fat percentage or what you think their body fat percentage is or the pictures they put out, which always are the better pictures of them. That's just, we don't put out ugly pictures whenever we post things online. So just go ahead and before you compare yourself too much to somebody, realize that you know they're putting out their best, best pictures. You are seeing yourself all the time. There are probably a lot of great pictures of you and there are probably a lot of pictures that you wouldn't post online, right? So that's, that person has those same things. They're just putting out the things online. It'd be like if you were making a commercial for TV, you would obviously make sure the commercial was well put together before you paid money to have it out there. Well, a lot of the people that you're following on social media are making ads. They themselves might be the ad for whatever their product or training program is. So understand that that's what they're putting out. And there's there's nothing wrong with that whenever you see, like I do, that social media is a marketplace, not so much a meeting place. Uh, or social gathering. Uh, that's a whole other thing I could get into another time. But anyway, when it comes to somebody's level of body fat, or what you perceive their body fat is, it's a function of a lot of different things that go into it. So their diet obviously is is the first thing. You don't know what that person's diet is. They might not enjoy their diet. They might enjoy their diet. That's not really for you to judge, but their diet is what has gotten them to that level of body fat. Also, their training load that has gotten them to that level of body fat. Their personal genetics that play a huge role in it. Depending on your genes, you can have a wide range of of body fats and look totally different than somebody else. Um, I I think I worded that strangely. Uh, So somebody who with genetics who... The genetics are more likely for you to see their abs at a higher body fat percentage. So somebody who you can see their abs and they have you know, 15% body fat for a guy uh, or maybe 18, 20% body fat for a lady. And you see another person who you can't see their abs and they just carry more of their their fat in their abdominal region and they're like 14% for a guy and like 17% for a lady and they look less lean than the other people. It's just a function of genetics. Everybody has a totally different set of genes that responds to their diet, training load, recovery, training history, goals, all of that. The other thing you really can't compare yourself to is what is that person's goal? If they're a fitness model, their goal is to maintain year-round leanness for lots of photo shoots. 
if they're a bodybuilder, they'll spend maybe half the year not very lean and half the year lean. If they're an athlete, they might not really care so much about their leanness at certain periods of the training year and put at other periods of their training year, they might look really lean. Also, look look at their training history. I mean, has this person been, you know, training and honing in on their diet and their recovery and their their goals and their overall health? Have they been doing this for a really long time? So it's tough to compare yourself to somebody else's body composition because body composition is so unique and there's so many factors that go into it. The other thing that you might not be able to see is is this person healthy? They might have low body fat, but they might be on a very restrictive diet that's actually damaging their health. And again, this is not an invitation for you to judge that person that, oh, they're lean, they must hate their diet, they must eat nothing but asparagus, and they're probably super unhealthy and feel terrible all the time. That's not for you really to judge. I'm just saying when you go to compare yourself to somebody, don't start doing crazy things in order to to achieve something that somebody else has because you don't know. Maybe they did some unsafe things to achieve that. Uh, This is really true with guys and their inability to accept the fact that half of Hollywood uses performance-enhancing performance enhancing, uh, drugs or, or supplements to achieve high levels of muscle, ma- muscle mass in a short amount of time for movie roles. I remember when I first uh, told somebody that an actor used steroids, that it was just well-known this person used steroids. And it was a 15-year-old kid, and he's like, dude, there's no way. He, he can't. I was like, no, nah, that's just part of it. And uh, again, another topic for another time, uh, when it comes to, to you know people's choice of using steroids... Um, first of all, I, I mean, I, w- I would not use them. I'll leave that disclaimer, but I really don't have a problem if people want to use them. Uh, it's their health. If they want to damage it, uh, it by using extremely dangerous substances, that's up to them. But when you're comparing yourself to somebody, recognize they might be doing some of that stuff. Again, for you guys listening, this is always where guys see this as an invitation to invitation to judge someone on, on their uh, body uh, mass, muscle mass by saying, well, they're on steroids. That's why they can be that big. Now, again, you need to stop comparing yourself to somebody else. Kind of stay in your lane when it comes to that. Body composition is tricky. So the other stuff that we'll get into here now uh, will kind of fall into to body composition, but they're also different things that people compare themselves to on their own. So the next one we'll jump into is nutrition. When you see someone's diet online or the way they look or the way they train, or the way they perform, and if that, and a lot of that is a function of their diet, you need to understand that everybody has a different metabolic rate. Even if you did the same workout as them, slept the same, weighed the same, you might burn more or less calories than that person. And that's just how it works. So you can't compare yourself to somebody because we are so very different when it comes to our genetics and, and the way that our bodies burn calories for fuel. You also might not have the same macronutrient prescription as that person. Some people do better with higher fats. Some people do better with higher carbs. Some people would better do, do better with higher protein. Some people do better with them with different mixtures than other people. And you have to find what works for you. So there are people out there who advocate, you know, 80% of your diet being carbs, 10% protein, 10% fat. That was a popular one a few years ago which is crazy because we go in the opposite direction now. And now we have people saying zero carbs, very high fat, and uh, moderate to low protein. 
when you're looking at those, understand that if you want to try them, go ahead and try them if you think that that's something you want to get into. But what works for somebody is not going to work for you. It's definitely not going to work the exact same way. I can promise you that. It might work better, might not work, it might work close to the same, but no diet is going to work the exact same for two people. It's just not how it works. Also, what you need to look at when it comes to diet beyond just the calories and the macros is food types. So some people do better with certain types of food than other people. Some people can eat things that for somebody else might cause gastrointestinal issues or bloating or uh, just not feeling great after you eat something. It's, it's so different for everybody that you really can't compare yourself to the way somebody else eats because your body and their body require two totally different things. They might be similar, but two different bodies, two different things when it comes to your fuel, where that fuel is coming from, and how it's partitioned into your macronutrients or carbs, fat, fat and protein. When it comes to recovery, this is just as unique as everything else. How many hours you sleep, the time between your training sessions, how old you are, what your injury history is, what your training history is, all of those will go into this recovery uh, folder that each person has that is totally different than somebody else. So somebody else might be able to get by on six hours of sleep. Honestly, I I, would always, I tell everybody seven to eight as as a seven as a minimum, uh, just for general health over the course of a lifetime. But some people can do fine with six. I have several clients who need ten hours of sleep. They're young athletes; they have to get ten hours of sleep. So they recognize that and they know that, and they know that sure they're going to have two less hours in their day than a lot of other people. But during the time that they are awake. They're super productive because they are functioning at their best because they got as much sleep as they needed to. Whereas somebody who sleeps only six hours might think, oh, I've got four extra hours over this kid who sleeps for 10 hours. But if that's if six hours is not what your body runs well on, you're going to be running at a lower level than you should be the entire day. So it's something you've got to figure out for yourself. The same thing with time between sessions. Some people can train very frequently and they can even train certain lifts very frequently and other people can only train a certain lift once maybe twice a week and that's all dependent on you and how you recover and your training history and your body size and your hormones or so age there's so much that goes into it age is another one recovery takes longer as you age. So you have to change your workouts. So when, it, when when you want to compare yourself, you can't even compare yourself at 40 to you when you were 30. So forget about comparing yourself to other people. You need to stop comparing you to the younger you. It's just not how it works. You have to adjust and it's normal and it's totally fine. It doesn't mean you're unfit. It just means you need to figure out what your new recovery looks like. When it comes to your workouts, between you and the person that you're looking at, those are going to vary just like everything else. How long you work out, how much volume, that's total sets and reps that you're performing, the frequency of your training, training sessions and the muscle groups that you're working or lifts that you're doing during those sessions, and the intensity. 
And this doesn't mean like, you know, how fast you're working out, but how much load is on your body in those workouts? How heavy is the weight that you're lifting? Or how fast are you running or biking or swimming? Your And that's the trouble too, when, when, with all the stuff on, on social media with athletes putting out, people want to go and do their exact workouts. Those athletes are posting those things, and sometimes they're posting them for you to try. A lot of athletes, and I know myself included, we like to, to and I'm not going to, I don't want to lump myself in with high-level athletes. I'm just saying me as, as, as competing in sports before, I liked to document the process of training for events, and I like to be able to look back at it. So when I was posting things, when I was training in a strongman, that wasn't for somebody else to go and immediately do. Uh, if they wanted to try it, they could try it out for themselves. But a lot of that was me posting it so that I, I could have something to look back on or so I could keep people updated on, hey, here's how I'm training for this. Uh, because I think as a coach, it's important for people to see uh, you, especially you struggling, um, in order to uh, accomplish a goal that you had. Uh, but getting back into the workouts, when you see somebody post something and it looks like a crazy workout, remember this person may have been training for a lot longer than you. They might have better recovery than you. They might be eating way more calories so they can recover faster than you. They also might be completely trashed at the end of that workout and sore for five days afterwards. It's, it's not something that you can just copy right over to you. Now, for training programs, there's tons of programs out there, and, and Straight Shot is one of them that's like a general physical preparedness program where we write a program that meets the needs of most people, and it's something that most people can do, and it's not a problem for people to be doing the same workouts. Understand, you're going to have different results than somebody else. So when it comes to most workouts, sure, you can copy them. And you can find workouts online that other coaches or athletes are doing and definitely do them and try them out. But don't compare your results to somebody else because there's so many other factors when it comes to your nutrition, your recovery, and, and your training history that's going to dictate how you respond to that particular workout or that program. So this is not, this is not a, uh, a bash on programs at all, um, especially, especially considering that I offer one. But... Uh, when it comes to workouts, understand that your res that results, individual results may vary. Okay, so try workouts. Be responsible with the ones that you're choosing when it comes to picking workouts from high-level athletes. But try them out or scale them down to fit your needs and know that your results are going to be different than the person who posted those. Finally, performance. So if you have a performance goal, like how much weight you're lifting or how fast you're going to run or how quickly you're going to do a wad if you're into to competing in CrossFit, that is very similar to the body composition one that we started with. It's, it's a function of your training, your training history, your genetics, your health, what your goals are, what your diet is, what your recovery is. All of that will dictate how you perform. So you can't, even if you followed every single thing that I just said there, you, you ate the same diet, you, uh, you had the same goal of maybe squatting you know, 500 pounds, you have uh, the same training history, you've been training as long as this person you're following online, you're following the exact same program as them, you still might not hit that goal or you might surpass it because you and that person that you're comparing yourself to are so different. So... If someone inspires you, that's awesome. 
I still wouldn't compare yourself so much to that person because you are so different, but I don't think there's anything wrong with being inspired by somebody. Where the problem is, is when you're frustrated by somebody. So hopefully with this podcast, you can, first of all, realize that you don't have to follow those people or listen to those people that frustrate you. But if it's, you know, people in your social circle that maybe do frustrate you a little bit, uh, but it's people that you're friends with, and, and I've had this personally before and had to kind of get over it, you need to actively tell yourself that you are two totally different people with two totally different sets of genetics, goals, nutrition, recovery, performance, workout, histories, all of that combined make you two totally different people and you really need to find what works for you and do that. And not only what works for you when it comes to your nutrition recovery, your workouts and your performance, all of that stuff, also figure out what works for you to achieve what you define as success in your fitness and in your health. And that is totally individual. And I can't even give you ideas of what that is because it is so individual. So figure out what success looks like to you in your health and focus on that. And don't focus on what somebody else is doing and don't try to define your success by using somebody else's success as a metric. That is the quickest way for you to not enjoy your training, not enjoy your nutrition, your recovery, and not enjoy your life if you keep comparing yourself to somebody else and somebody else's achievements. Really, really, really please focus on yourself and what you define as success in your health and you will find it. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you could leave a rating on whatever platform you're currently listening to this on, I would really appreciate it. If you have a second to head over to straightshottraining.com, I've redone the website. I'm super happy with the way it's coming along. You can finally meet all the other coaches at Straight Shot there. Also, when you get on the website, if you're on a, a computer, you're going to see a pop-up to join our email club. Please join our email club. There's going to be exclusive content. There's going to be a podcast on there that you can only hear if you're part of the email club. There's going to be more exclusive content from our coaches, news, deals, offers, sales that you only get if you're part of the Straight Shot email club. So either from a regular computer, just get on our website pop-up comes right up. Join our email club there. Uh, if you're on a phone, if you scroll down right on the web page, whenever you see the little bit of a, an about us section, it'll say meet the crew. The button right under that is join the email club. Uh, it's on several of the other pages too, so you can't miss it. You'll find it at some point. I believe in you. Uh, if you're on a phone looking at it, but uh, yeah, if you could join the straight shot email club, that would be awesome. I promise we won't spam you. Uh, I get these emails as well, and so do my coaches, and we don't like having clogged up inboxes because it clutters up us being able to see emails from our clients. So you will not be getting a lot of emails from us, probably one a week, and I, but there will be stuff in there that you do not want to miss. So straightshottraining.com, join the email club. If you are interested in the types of training that we do here at Straight Shot, you can head to our services page and see all the different ways you can train with us. You can click the chat with a coach button, and that sends an email right to me, uh, and I can chat with you depending on what time of day it is. If I'm training somebody or not, I might actually be able to chat with you right there and get right back to you, but I promise I'll get back to you quickly uh, if I'm not on there currently. 
um, on the chat line. So straightshottraining.com for anything that you need help with. Thank you so much again for listening today. Have a great week, everybody.